this week on the time. Mr. Pinky. They did DuckTales and Mega Man 2. They did uh, DuckTales and Mega Man 2 for us. That game is passing you by. Hello and welcome to another mini episode of the Titans. I'm Johnny. I am Cartel. I'm Mike. And this week we are heck of a week i started a uh, regular episode there for a second um how do i start mini episodes i forgot now take two hopefully this week it won't be a maxi episode because we are recording at nine o'clock on tuesday night before this comes out on wednesday guys how you doing how's everybody been rocking and rolling been uh been uh crazy nights over at the job you know uh but uh, some some sold out shows, some good shows. So yeah, last night wasn't sold out. Last night was not sold out, but over the weekend we had a few sold out. Yeah, you did sound for Mister Must Mister Pleasure D. Man, I cannot talk tonight. Problems. <laughs> yeah, Mister Yeah, Mister Plug uh, did sell out the, sell out the place, and uh, it was fun. Uh, Scott's uh, not I'll, dead. Uh, <laughs> Scott is not dead in uh, 2023. It is it is alive. In fact, uh, at that show, they announced the Toasters gig and the Mephiscopheles gig coming up. So they've got to be so wow. old. I mean, I mean, yes, they are. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those bands are older than us. Then the Toasters are technically the first U.S. ska band. So little ska history. This is ska history. Wow, look at you. Dropping. Little ska history for you. <laughs> Dropping scats. Skacks. Never mind. Uh, Michael, how you doing? Uh, doing okay. Had soccer tournament weekend, so um, lots of games in the cold. Although Sunday wasn't too bad. It was kind of nice out Sunday, so not cold and windy like Saturday. Um, not a ton of time to play games. I did do my homework, uh, and I will say, uh, last episode, oh no, two episodes ago, you told me to do you know, change my outlook on the homework. I tried that going into Captain Crunch. Um, didn't work. <laughs> Wasn't it Captain Crunch that uh, I said that about? I don't remember, but it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> no. Or no. it wouldn't have helped. It wouldn't have helped Captain Crunch. But um, this one, uh, and we'll get into it, this one I did not mind playing, so it didn't feel like homework. Cartel, have you been playing anything new? Doing anything? Uh, I've been Watch, crushing see, some... Watching anything? I've been uh, crushing NBA on my Switch and on my PC, of course. Um, uh, I, oh, I found a, uh, a Xbox 360 uh, on the curb uh, yesterday. So I, awesome. <laughs> I did uh, hook that up today. And actually, I hooked it up last night. But I uh, hooked up today, downloaded my profile, and snagged uh, a few games that I haven't been able to play because they're not available on the, what do you call it, the Xbox One crossplay. So I snagged... The Turtles in Time reshelled, and actually, uh, uh, when we finished this afternoon playing some, what we were playing, Predator, and I was uh, making dinner, uh, instead of making dinner right away, I, I did two uh, two rounds of uh, Turtles in that one, and actually picked up on my my, my old save. <laughs> nice. Pretty cool. That is one of the benefits of the cloud. Pretty cool to uh, play a game, I probably, I mean... That would that house that 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 was probably three or four moves ago, and that would probably be close to fourteen years ago. So like that's pretty cool. That is, and you know the the cloud could have saved us from. 
dancing, but in Super <laughs> Monkey Ball. <laughs> you mean friend of the pods. Oh, that's true. Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> bleep that out. Um, also, I am behind on The Last of Us. So I just caught up today. I didn't want to, uh, but I will say this. This episode is the the episode I've been dreading. The reason I did not want to watch this. This time, my opinion was swapped. The uh, game got me harder than the episode did for some reason. Maybe it's because I knew what was coming. Mm. I was prepared for it. But yeah, I tried to watch episode one of uh, History of the World Part 2, but for some reason, my Hulu wouldn't load it. It just kept, the little bar just kept going across the screen. It sucked. I, I've had a few problems with Hulu lately, but uh, I also have been just burning through uh, Abbott Elementary. So. I also recommend that. Still. Sorry, I was letting my cat out of the room. Um, I was letting the cat out of the back about me and Michael going on an adventure this past weekend. That's right. Tell us about the uh, the con you went. It was pretty awesome. We went to Games... Game Mason? Games Mason? Game Mason, I think. I think so. A little game showcase at George Mason University. Uh, there was arcade games everywhere. The day we went, Bit Brigade played. They were awesome. They did DuckTales and Mega Man 2. Shout out to Bit Brigade. If you're unfamiliar with Bit Brigade, then just uh, check them out. They're a band that plays, uh, what do you call it, live video game soundtracks. While uh, one of their quote-unquote members, I guess. Uh, oh no, but... he's he's definitely a member of the band. But I mean, he, he doesn't play. He does. Right, he doesn't play an instrument. But he but he is, but he is called. Player one. He is player one. Uh, he does beat the game uh, on a video screen uh, while they do the soundtrack. So, totally awesome. Cool stuff. You've done you've done sound for them, haven't you? I've done their show at least twice, yes. They do Castlevania for you? Did you <laughs> special request uh, it? No, they did. I think, I think uh, before COVID hit, they were supposed to do Castlevania, but I think uh, that... I got canceled, but I do remember they did Zelda and one of the Mega Mans, I believe. Uh, so they did uh, Ducktales and Mega Man Two for us. It was cool. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, I think actually, you know, may, I mean, yeah, I don't actually don't really don't quote me on. I know he did the Mega Man, but I don't know which which other one he did. But I know he also did like maybe first uh, what do you call it? First Mario Brothers? Maybe I don't even I don't even know now. I like how you were like, I guess the guy who plays is part of is part of the band, and now you're just straight up saying, "Oh, he did <laughs> this game, not they did." <laughs> now, now he's the only one in the band. There was also an amazing Q and A with uh, Carolina Ravasa. Carolina Ravasa. I don't. I think it's Carolina, but I, I don't remember. An amazing voice actor uh does some video games does some nickelodeon cartoons some disney cartoons most famous for sombra and overwatch and rays and valorant it is my dream to be a voice actor just doing stupid voices all day long and it was a really cool q a so yeah it was it was really fun we uh i don't know me and mike got out of the house that's something we don't normally do <laughs> or i don't <laughs> i thought it was good too that the i mean it was most of the game design students from the university i would say plus some of their friends i guess and the the questions at the q a i thought were pretty mature and like came from people who were either like you know serious about game design or serious about getting into the industry at some point so uh 
I thought I thought that was good. It boded well for like the future game designers of the world. Passing the torch is going to be okay, yeah? Yeah. Kids are okay? Kids are all right? Kids are all right. And as far as games I've been playing, uh, I I told Mike, I think we've discussed this before on the pod, I, I don't know if it was during a mini episode or during an episode that hasn't come out yet. Whatever. You're going to have to zigzag between episodes because we record all kinds of weird times. Um, but to get Mike to play a game, I have to tell him how it's like tribes. To get cartel to play a video game which i want to get cartel playing whoa long with me i have to tell him it's like diablo because you can design your own banner so are you gonna play with me (laughs) (laughs) well yeah when i get my next day off here coming up it's it's kind of like um castlevania because you can walk in both of them (laughs) (laughs) yep yeah it's exactly the same. Is there a bat? Like a bat flying around? I gotta kill it? Uh, there are birds. So that's close. There you go. I, ha- I have not gotten very far because I suck at Souls-likes. I, mm, it, it makes me sad how bad I am. I'm the king of dodge. I am not the king of deflect. <laughs> to be fair, I, as I was searching for news for this uh, episode, every page would, had like two or three articles on how hard the first boss in Wolong is. Yeah, the uh, the only uh, review I, re- I listened to, Jake Baldino from GameRanks, said the first boss was a ridiculously hard, kind of like a introduction, this is what you have to deal with kind of thing. Let me tell you, I do. I was not ready for the boss to have two forms. I finally beat the first form, and I was like, yes! And then, no, not even close. I was like... Halfway through the fight. That happens in Slay the Spire as well. And to make matters worse, if you hit pause on that, because it's the first level, it says recommended level one. And I was like level 16, 18. <laughs> and getting my ass kicked. It was some sad stuff. So that's what uh, we've been up to. You guys want to get into the game that I told Mike was kind of like tribes and movement? This week's game passing you by. King passing me by, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I forgot to ask you guys the question before we get into the game passing you by. Uh, how about a little bit of a uh, getting to know your hosts? Getting to know your hosts, guys. This week's getting to know your host question. Uh, what was this week's question? Uh, what is your favorite? platformer of all time cartel we're going to you first buddy genesis i know it's coming (laughs) so all right in my head i'm thinking platformer is something like shinobi 3 on the sega genesis uh i know it's probably not what you're looking for and that's what i've got otherwise Otherwise, it's probably going to be one of the Uncharted's. Probably Uncharted Two. I feel like they made the, the worked out the kinks in Two, but I mean, I don't really think of Uncharted as a platformer. So yeah, I was going to say I don't. I don't think of that as a platformer. Yeah. Uh, if you go to the Wikipedia, it says Shinobi Three is a hack and slash platform game. So you got it. Okay. <laughs> okay, because because in my head, I'm thinking like. Those were the ones I played the most, like uh, the original Shinobi, uh, Return to Shinobi, and like 
those were my games. Uh, Shinobi 3, I, I bought it on my birthday. Actually got hit by a car <laughs> buying it because I rode my bike to the <laughs> store. Got hit by a car. Uh, and, still, and still went and pick up the game and like ran home to like play the game and like i remember like the people like who hit me were like uh you, you need to like chill and stay here and make sure you're okay i was like no 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 <laughs> i'm playing this game peace shinobi is life <laughs> yes <laughs> so yeah that's me right on right on that that story reminds me of uh when same earlier mentioned friend of the pod and i were on our way to blockbuster to rent a video game when we were younger and i got my eye straight up crookified <laughs> by someone and we still went even though i was throwing up blood <laughs> and had a major major concussion but yeah uh michael same question all right um you may not count this but if you do count it it's it's my number one easily would you consider trials hd a platformer Ooh, ooh, i <laughs> You know, honestly, I thought you were going to come at me with uh, the Tribes tutorial. <laughs> so uh, I'll accept. I, I think that I think that counts as a platformer. You're you're doing lots of crazy jumps trying to. <laughs> yeah. Trying to make them. I mean, <laughs> it, for me, it's what makes a good platformer because um, it's easy to learn. You can get into it right away and it starts off super easy. But the skill ceiling is ridiculous in that game um with very simple controls like four controls uh, that's it there's even four or just three but super simple and stop go reverse and then like lean or something even yeah you get throttle break and lean and i think that's it yeah so awesome game it is a great game and super fun, fun to play with friends i would say if we're going more traditional platformer I had it set up for you for my best 2D was Mario Brothers 3. Um, and my best 3D was Mario 64. Both of those I had like the most memories of as a kid. Mario Brothers 3 was like the first Mario that I felt really good at as a kid. Like the Mario Brothers 2 I liked a lot. Mario Brothers 1 I liked a lot. But I was much younger. Still could beat them, but like wasn't awesome at them. Mario Brothers 3, everything felt really good and... Um, the overworld map was kind of cool. It was kind of like Zelda, um, kind of like Zelda. I feel 2. like I feel like definitely three was like the one where they like just got everything right. Yeah, three was like the like you could tell games were getting like more advanced. Those damned wrench throwing gophers. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Hammer Brothers. <laughs> then Mario sixty four. I'm talking about. Oh, those ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. On the on the battleship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The Bowser ship. Battleship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mario 64. Yeah, Mario 64 was, like, revolutionary, though. Like, you thought Mario Brothers 3 was awesome, and then Nintendo 64 came, was, comes out, and you play Mario, and you're just, like, blown away by that game. And especially how big it was. I mean, um, the number of paintings that you could jump through and the number of stars that you could get, it was, like, 120-something stars to get. Every single level you could go back into and, um, have different objectives. Super awesome game. Uh... Looking back on it, though, controls not as tight as you would like. Um, so for like, I could be mistaken because I'm going off of memory here, but I'm pretty sure they were making Mario 64 before there was a Nintendo 64 hardware or controller. 
So mm. that might be why they were figuring all that out with like a modified uh, Genesis controller or something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't remember the specifics, but yeah, I believe that might be why the controls are a little. Plus, I mean, it was the first real big 3D game, so yeah, truth. And I'm gonna I give mean, to go from mentions. Oh, all right, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I mean, to go from like Super Mario World on SNES to go to Super Mario 64. I mean, that's that's a good jump. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. All right, my honorable mentions are Rayman Legends. Good one. Good one. Sonic the Hedgehog, and okay, then okay. ones that I wanted to love as a kid, but I wasn't good enough. Um, Mega Man, Metroid, Rygar, and Strider. Ooh, Strider. Ooh, that's a which, great one. Which I loved, but I sucked at them. I have got to play this Strider game that you both love so much. Did you play Rygar? Yes, it was great. Uh, Barbarian with an axe. Um, what did he? He well, threw no, I something. I believe you have a projectile. It's is he threw something? I don't. I think it was a shield. Yeah, he. I, I want to say it was like a circular, like a crawl type thing. I don't. Yeah, he threw something. I don't remember what it is. But he is a fat guy. I'm googling. Yeah, I don't know if I ever played Rygar. Oh, I guess he's not too fat. I think your idea of what's fat and what's not is a little skewed there, guy. <laughs> well, I had to choose by emotional attachment. So I think I know yours, but go ahead. Um, Let's see if I'm right. Mine is a PlayStation 1 game. The reason I chose it is because it is the first game besides NES era when me and my sisters were all younger. It is my first game as a, a, a teenager slash adult that I remember playing with uh, my oldest sister, and it is Pandemonium Oh, PlayStation 1. That's not what I was thinking. Pandemonium is just a great side-scrolling 2.5D platformer. Um, you can either play as the Jester or the Acrobat. Uh, I think the Acrobat tries to do a spell and accidentally blows up the town, and then you got to fix it is the storyline. Yeah, it's just a great PlayStation 1 era platformer. And uh, we played Hot Seat, me, my sister, and her husband, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> uh, my brother-in-law. Uh, uh, my brother-in-law. Yep. Um, and we had a blast. Uh, I, th- I think Hot Seat platformer or Hot Seat single player is overlooked. Yeah, definitely. Um, I prefer Trials HD Hot Seat. Yeah, Um it's a really fun way to play a single-player game. Oh, definitely. Especially a story-heavy single-player game. Just everybody sitting yeah. around getting into it. And then, you know, you get to the different parts where people have different strengths and weaknesses. And you know mm-hmm. who to pass the controller to. And yep. you're all sitting around laughing and having a good time. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Little Big Planet. No, I actually barely played Little Big Planet, hmm. surprisingly enough. Wasn't that- I remember it being great. Isn't that PlayStation? Yes. Yeah. All right. So yeah, he doesn't have a PlayStation. So yeah, there's no way. But I go to I, I go uh, okay. To I see what, I see with games, I buddy. See. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I forget his, you leave the house to play games. His number one game is just a PlayStation game. <laughs> I did own a PlayStation One, but I did not play that on my own PlayStation One. I played it on my sister's. So. <laughs> no, I figured it was there because the. All the nieces and nephews played it so much that it would have been a gaming experience with with you and your nieces and nephews. Yeah, no, no. I uh, when they all started playing games for real, they were playing together, so I never really got a chance mm. to play with them. They shut you out. Um, 
I do remember, yes, I do remember my nephew, uh, one time I was playing hockey and he was on a controller that wasn't plugged in and I convinced him that he scored on me and years and years later he would still bring it up. Finally, I think I told him that he wasn't even plugged in, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have mercy on them. You can't go, you can't go easy. You can't let them think they won. They'll never get better. I agree with that statement, but, uh, I mean, just right, so you, so. just so you guys know, when my, my brother has his children, I'm going to be asking you guys advice all the time. of like how to be cool uncles. So, you know, it's coming. Yeah. You just be a, a dummy, loud and obnoxious dummy. And they all love you. <laughs> That's my advice. <laughs> Check. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And that was this week's getting to know your host. Let's hop into this week's game passing you by. That game is passing you by. This week's game passing you by. Game is, is passing you by. Shadow Warrior 3. Shadow Warrior 3 is a 2022 first person shooter developed by Flying Wild Hog, published by Devolver Digital. It is a complete surprise to me. I had never played any Shadow Warrior game because Shadow Warrior to me sounds like stealth and i'm not a huge fan of stealth games it is not a stealth game gentlemen nope. <laughs> not there at all no stealth. i thought we were getting attention nope nope we got a uh, serious sam or doom eternal uh, yeah it's a uh, i'd say it's a ripoff of the modern dunes the remakes yeah. yes for sure with a serious sam edgelord twist no yeah yeah i mean uh, I, it it's marked in my bad column, but yes, it is a uh, potty humor kind of. Uh, oh, for sure. I mean, some of the jokes hit for me, but most of them were just groans. Yeah, uh, it's few and far between, for sure. But I I feel like that's also what people would say about me, so <laughs> I can't really judge by that. But let me tell you, this game is fast, smooth. It's like to me, it was like Jet Set Radio Doom. Like, you were just skating around, hopping, your little uh, hook shot pulling you. I will give you that. Um, and it, it did feel smooth, good movement, but um, did it feel like there was much of a point to those sections to you? Traversal? Yeah, but... Or are you talking about the fighting sections? <laughs> well, no, the fighting sections were fun, but I mean, the you just sort of moved in a straight line from section to section, from arena to arena. And there was nothing yeah. in those sections. Like, there was no hard parts. Just, you know, grapple when you see the green circle. And the platforming was easy. It was really forgiving. Like, the leaves to run on, almost impossible to miss. Uh, so so, so I mean, you didn't find the secret areas? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, okay, okay. Which were not so secret. I don't know. It. Yes, the movement felt good. But looking back on it, it's like, why did these things even exist? It was fun to play. The, you didn't have fun running I, around. <laughs> I had fun. I had fun in the arenas. Um, the running around was meh. Really, I I had a lot of fun doing the traversal stuff. I was and, uh, I was stoked to be wall running and like jumping, oh, double yeah. jumping, and doing the dash. And it felt good like, at oh, first. Okay, cool. I it it did feel good at first, but it was I don't know. Once you got the the swing of things, like I played all the way through the thing, which um, I did like because it was kind of a short game. Just like short and sweet. Yeah. It was fun. Didn't overstay its welcome. And, you know, good for what it is. But 
I mean, I don't know. By the end, like the the linear segments just felt like repetitive to me. Hmm. Let uh, me ask you guys this: uh, What difficulty did you both play on? Oh, I went easy. Just I played on medium. I, I played on medium. I also played... What'd you play on? I also played on easy, just because it was a Game Pass game that I was trying to get this review together for. So I just wanted to play through it. I played on medium, and it was still easy. On medium, did you, every time you met a new big guy to fight, did you get an automatic finishing move on him? Um, I don't know if it was automatic or not, but I always did them um, eventually on them. I can't remember if it was automatic. Because I liked that, that every time, like the, just the first time that you met them, right? It let it showed you, you know, the finishing move. It let you. I think it did get a hold of the web, get yeah. the, get a hold of the weapon that you pull out of them. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure it does because that's usually the the game mechanic in the new Dooms of like you know it's a rip and tear to, to defeat the enemies. You know what I mean? Like you have to each gun does different damage to the enemies. Each gun, you know, like the the way the way this thing is is you know uh, yeah. The whole different guns do different damage and then different, uh, what do you call it? Melee attacks, blah, blah, blah. Drop different whatever items. It was total modern Dune uh, clone, which, great. Cool. If you like that, if you like those new Dooms, you're going to like this. Apparently, this is uh, divisive for the fans of the Shadow Warriors series. Uh, I know nothing about that. Never played any of the Shadow Warriors until now. I might go back and play the other ones. Because I did really enjoy this. Uh... I feel like we should go play Doom's 2016 and Doom Eternal then. Yeah, I have never played that. I, I want to yeah, play I... like the um, previous Shadow Wars or to see what all the complaints are about. Because like I, I did feel very restricted in the in the linear. Like it just didn't seem like there was any purpose to them. Because um, there were barely any enemies in the linear segments too. Like just take me to the arenas. But then at that point, you're just a wave game. Which they which they did like once you play the game all the way through and you beat it like you unlock the wave mode where all you do is do waves of enemy to see how long you can survive. The previous games apparently were less linear, more exploration, and I I like that better. I, I would like to be able to like explore the world more because the world looked pretty cool. Oh yeah, it was a beautiful game. But there was invisible walls everywhere. I mean, it was about as close to like what you were talking about, like Jet Set Radio. Like just put me on a rail. And just slide me from arena to arena, and that's it. Um, you brought up a point. I was going to ask you guys this: uh, New Game Plus. What do you guys think about New Game Plus? It depends on the game. This has a long history. Um, how do you say it? I've only done it for one game, and that would have been Spider-Man game on PlayStation. You didn't the do newer, it for the, uh, the first Zelda? No, probably not. Maybe? No, probably not. No, no, not at all. I did I didn't, first Zelda. I didn't play Zelda till like, maybe we were all living together in college. And I actually thought the Master Quest was better in Zelda. I honestly do not remember if I did the Master Quest in Zelda all the way through. Um, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Um, I'm okay with it. I, there are, I mean, there are recent games that I've played that are even worse than that. Um, I, mean, I mean, not worse in a bad way, but just in what they expect you to do slay the spire i've beat and once you beat it it's like oh no now you got to do it again and you can uh then beat the final boss the heart um near automata i think i've beat oh, that, shit. Yeah, I beat I that guess. like eight times i think 
Um, I guess Diablo 3 does that too then, yeah. There's a ton of different endings. Like every single time you beat the game, um, you go back and play it again to get a new ending. Um, I'm okay with it, as long as it changes up. So I haven't played this new game plus through. Um, Once I beat the game, um, I haven't gone back to it since for Shadow Warrior 3. But like with Nier, um, the game changed up so much that it didn't even feel like you were... Um, doing the same game over again. It just, like, you had the familiarity of everything you'd done before, but it was still a new game. So it's, I think it's okay when done well, when executed correctly. The reason I was asking is because at the end of Shadow Warrior 3, it pops up, says you can get a new gun for New Game Plus, and I laughed at it. (laughs) I, uh, I had a great time playing Shadow Warrior 3. It was a good game. I definitely recommend playing it. I don't recommend playing it twice. There's no need. There's yeah. no new. There's, it, yeah. I was installing it moments later, or uninstalling it moments later. That's so. I was like, I'm going to ask them how what they think about New Game Plus because I don't have time to play all the games that I want to play, let alone games twice. Yeah, I mean, you got to be a good game, and I was with you. Um, there's no way that I'm doing Shadow Warrior three again. Um, my my list of it's so weird though my list of gripes with this game is like huge but i did really enjoy playing through it and i i beat the game in two sittings so i recommend playing it but it's like they were close to something good close to something where maybe i actually would have done new game plus but they're not there didn't didn't quite make it would you recommend this game yes i definitely play through it once for sure it's fun personal Oh, for sure. Definitely check it out. If you're a fan of uh, rip and tear shooters, action shooters, go for it. I, too, would recommend playing this game. I say it's like, I may have even used this before. This is like really good gum, like Trident gum. It's near the top when it comes to gum, but it is, it's not a good meal. Like, this is not satisfying. This isn't gourmet. This There's not a lot of depth to this, but it's good for what it is. If you want slightly better... Slightly more polished, but the exact same thing. You play Doom Eternal, and if you want bullet hell with enemy waves, swordplay, gunplay, and actual bosses, then and lots of depth, then you play Near Automata. All right, and that was this week's game passing you by. Let's take a little break, and when we come back, we'll talk about some video game news. And we're back. Gentlemen, who wants to start this uh, week's news round robin? I've got a little uh, fun little one. Uh, Let me uh, copy this one. And where's our little chat log going in the general? Here we go. Oh, man, you're always sending stuff, making me put links in the episode descriptions. No, no, no. This is just just so you guys can follow (laughs) along and see the image. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Sega and the media. A pro wrestler knocked out with a Sega Dreamcast. So uh, pro wrestling oh. fans uh, who were watching Impact Wrestling's uh, No Surrender event back in uh, a few weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, uh, between Joe and Hendry and uh, Quinn Moose Ojinaka, uh, they pulled out all the stops and uh, they were using uh, unlikely objects as weapons and uh, apparently a Sega Dreamcast was used. Why would you do that to a Dreamcast? I like the Dreamcast. One of the greatest systems ever. I really like the Dreamcast. 
Yeah. That makes me so sad. They, uh... It's not a fun little one. It's a sad story you're telling me. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, gaming news in pro wrestling. <laughs> you really brought me down. You ruined my night there, buddy. <laughs> Michael, you want to go next? Hmm. Um, let's see. So, speaking of uh, Tribes Movement, which, by the way, uh, you lied. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It was, it was smooth, like, it, you know. Yeah. At right. moments, it felt like you were sure. skiing down yeah. a hill. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, you were skiing down we, those little walking things. Walking both, sure. Um, kind of slide, you were skiing. Uh, so somebody, so I don't know if people are familiar, people probably are, but Tribes, the um, uh, FPSZ game where sort of skiing got popular in games, was a bug in the first Tribes where they calculated the movement velocity um, based on the angle of the polygon that you were standing on. So if you were on a steep polygon and you pressed jump, you got some more speed off of that than it... Am I going to have to bust out Michael's coding corner? <laughs> Maybe. It's just <laughs> impromptu. Versus like a flat surface with no slope to it. If you jumped on it, you didn't gain much speed from that. Um, but what they messed up was that it compounded on itself. So if you jumped over and over and over again on a steep slope, you just built up speed. And then people added in strips where like you just hold down your space bar, it just jumped uh, as fast as possible. And so you'd slide down the hill and gain speed and then you'd ramp up the other side. So that was a bug. Um, they left it in the game, um, added a whole new element to it. So Destiny 2 players have discovered something almost exactly the same um, that can fling you around the map super fast. So if you do, um, I believe it's a heavy strike, um, and there's a couple other things they have to do as well, but there's like two or three movements that you have to do at the same time, um, but it operates on the same thing where you do this on a downhill slope and you compound your speed um it's a combination now here it is of heavy attack uh dive and jump on any decline and you just build up super high speeds and you basically ski around the destiny maps so (laughs) i thought that was pretty cool i don't know if it's going to get patched out or not but currently the new ability the the strand ability the strand dive um is the key to that so you do a heavy attack strand dive and then jump and you can just shoot around the map it looks pretty cool and that one does almost look like tribe skiing Right on, I hadn't heard that. So, don't know if it's, haven't seen if it's going to get patched out yet. Um, and then my last one is for Cartel. Oh, you're just unloading on us? <laughs> oh, or you want to go around twice? I thought we were, okay. thought we were just going to go around here. Okay, let's uh, go around then. I'm going to save it then. All right. I, of course, am overprepared. Bloomhouse, the horror movie company, is oh, you starting, bastard. A, starting a gaming division. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Ghostbusters fans can now download a interactive Vigo the Carpathian screensaver deal. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, and there is a new phone Doom coming out. Mighty Doom, top-down mobile game shooter. So that looks pretty good. Uh, all right, th- that was three real quick ones. Cartel, do you have another one? Uh. Uh, oh, just that the ready-to-wear Diablo 4 clothes at Milan Fashion Week seem unwearable and have nothing to do with Diablo 4. So, 
I heard I heard nothing about that. Well then You didn't want to bring up the other Diablo news? Uh I I kind of I did find this one. <laughs> because this one has like some weird photos and it was just like yeah, none of these look like any costume in Diablo. So That's what I wear when I play Diablo though, so that makes sense to me. But fashion, right? Nothing's ever yeah. wearable at those. It's just all <laughs> You know concepts. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely what I wear when I play Diablo. Though. That that black swoopy tornado looking one. Where do I get that? You know what I mean? Like, do you got in my size? I mean, I think that's one size fits all. All right, Michael, did I steal your thunder there? No, you know what? You didn't. <laughs> this is for Cartel, but it's also about Bloomhouse, which was why I thought that uh, you got my or the same news article. But Bloomhouse and. Uh, Atomic Monster Production have the rights to a Dead by Daylight film adaptation. Uh, it's official. They are looking for a director. Um, and I thought that you should know that, Cartel, because that is a future tie-in. And that is one I would get behind, yeah. One, yeah, one that you are going to make us play, I'm sure. Yeah, I did see that. I was uh, very interested to know what the story is going to be, because, huh? <laughs> yeah right it, uh, it didn't I'm, say much i did i did just see an article today i think uh where a fan theory makes the fact that these same survivors keep getting caught by all these different murderers <laughs> make sense but i didn't read it i just read the headline yeah i mean it could go ridiculous and bring in all the different horror brands from all the different universes or it could just go uh, completely stale and just be like a, you know, Friday the Thirteenth knockoff. Yeah, I, they they might just go with the original uh, cover art murderer guy. Cartel, you know more about that than the trapper and... or the yeah or the chainsaw guy, Billy. I mean, yeah, I I feel I feel like it's just going to be like a uh, what do you call it a an origin story for one of their killers. I feel like. All right, I got a a, a couple more. Small stories here. Uh, let's see, what do I want to start with? Uh, let's do a board game story. We haven't done much uh -huh. of those. Uh, Michael, you'll be interested to know that after five years, Gloomhaven is no longer number one at Board Game Geek. Really? Charts. Yeah, it's finally been knocked out. Trying to find... I read this story so long ago. Boop, boop. Trying to find what game knocked it out. Brass Birmingham. I've not heard of that. Yeah, me neither, but it it looks up our alley. Uh, so yeah, that is uh, something you're going to have to pick up for us to check out <laughs> on our board game weekends. You know, we haven't um, finished Gloomhaven yet. Yeah, yeah, I know. We haven't even gotten close. We haven't finished it in real life or the PC version. <laughs> Michael, I got another story for you. All right. I don't have one for you, by the way. Did you know that Xbox might not have existed without Minesweeper? I did not. I, although I was just reading a Minesweeper article this week, but it wasn't about the Xbox. Bill Gates was so addicted that that's why Microsoft started shipping games, and which led to the gaming division, which led to Xbox. Ah, okay. I yeah. didn't. I didn't quite get that far. I only got to him loving my, Minesweeper so much that uh, they started shipping games, like it led to Solitaire and Pinball being included with Windows. And I got one last story. It is an up-and-coming tie-in that we're going to have to do. Um, a fan-made Golden Girls Persona-esque game is coming out soon, or has been announced. Whoa. Yes. 
Uh, <laughs> That's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's called it's called Golden Girls Take Manhattan. So I it might have something to do with Muppets as well. I don't know. <laughs> now, I guess we'll get into it in the episode. But you better be thinking about who your favorite Golden Girl is. I already have mine. Oh man, I know mine. All right, I, I, we'll we'll hold off on yeah. that. <laughs> all right, uh, that was all the news I have this week. Um, you guys got any more? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. I think that's no? it. Yes. That's, that's all that's for it. me. Yeah. All right. Uh, this might actually be our first actual mini episode, uh, which I thank you for because I have to edit this right now. We are the tie-ins, the mighty, mighty tie-ins. I don't know why the Tony the Tiger song popped into my head. Oh, man. Uh, it's going to be a long night for me. Uh, I'm Johnny. I'm Cartel. I'm Mike. And we just wasted your time. Follow us at the tie-ins on all social media. Join our Discord, the link to which can be found on all said social media. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash the tie-ins. And please remember to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. It helps connect us to more listeners like you. Well, not like you. Better, cooler listeners.